Welcome to the Simply Siblings Podcast, a sister and brother unite to share inspiration, stories, and ideas along their spiritual journey. I'm Todd, and happy to share my time with my sister Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) And See, I'm going to keep it recording, and then you say... And I'm Sarah, excited to share my time with my brother Todd. So what were we talking about before I started this? Mm. Empaths. Uh, uh, what were we talking about? No, we're we're on talk. We're talking about when, something else. When we work on our spirituality and get stronger in that sense. That oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what. I, that, that's that's right. That's right. That helps us in situations like that, where it doesn't matter if people try to drag us into that negative workshop. Well, what I was gonna say was was that. If we're talking about how when I was younger and I liked to listen to Kataro and I was into spirituality, whatever. But let's just say I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be true to myself, which is listening to my spiritual calling. Mm-hmm. Like, right. like last night I was compelled to, to do more infographics and recordings on spirituality. Something's calling me to do this. Mm-hmm. I feel as though there's a magnetic pull to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But here's the cool thing is that it... It used to feel like it was about me, like I have to be spiritual awakened and things. And mm-hmm. there's truth there's truth behind that. Yeah. But I feel as though the world needs it. Yeah. And and I wanna be able to help right. other people. Yeah. And I've and, and I've always wanted to help other people. To a fault though. Mm-hmm. Your kids, my kids, everybody. Mm-hmm. I always wanna help people. Mm-hmm. But what happens is you end up getting sucked in and um if you aren't spiritually mature or at least willing to be balanced and stable, right. you can't help other people no. because because you're going to fall into that negativity, right. that negative energy. Which you did. Well, and other people... You do, but... Other people also sometimes don't want to hear that you're spiritual or whatever. Right. They think no, it's a bunch don't. of blah, blah. And that's fine. That's their, that's their opinion. That's their choice to feel that way. But you don't stop doing what you're doing just because of that you just move on to the people that will resonate with you yeah and to be honest sometimes that's why i think i love nature so much Mm -hmm. or dogs or cats Mm -hmm. or animals because i see something as the two cats are now staring at me (laughs) they 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 get it they sort of they're Mm -hmm. sort of connected to it they just don't have the consciousness we do i don't think they do i say that but yeah it's it's a little bit different so Look at those claws. Damn. Robbie's teaching her to walk. <laughs> see, look. See, she walked. When's the first time you had a, a, a spiritual religious experience that you can think of? Um, I wouldn't say it's religious. Spiritual. I, now, I, I shouldn't I say religious. Spiritual. Because religion's different than spirituality. I believe it, it, the first one was probably, the big one was like two years ago when I really start, <coughs> started um, meditating and, you know, going on that journey mm. and just trying different meditations. And one in particular was um, about your inner goddess. Mm. And I'm going to start tearing up now because they, 
you close your eyes and you're, they want you to picture your your goddess, like what she looks like and what her vision, your vision of her is. And it was Nana. Immediately, just came up as Nana, but it was a younger Nana, and it was wow. And I just started crying. My body got hot, and it it just felt so pure to me. I don't know, and I don't know if it's because she had just passed right during, hmm. like. No, but that's interesting. That Doesn't matter. It still came up. Right. Wow. It was really moving. It was very moving. Yeah. So well, part of me, I guess, is the epitome of what a, my inner goddess would be. That's curious because, you know, you could have thought anything. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> anything would have bubbled yeah. up. You're challenged right. in meditation to have whatever comes up. Sometimes they say in meditation, it's like the clouds. Right. And you don't know what's going to come up. No. And you just observe it. Yeah. And and see it for what it is. So that came up. That's interesting. And it was highly emotionally charged. Yeah, it was like... So, it was, it was like really Lisa hard. and Dan wouldn't feel the same way. No. They're, they didn't have that type of connection. No, they're not... They're not... Um, connected in that sense. Yeah. Huh. That's curious. Hmm. I remember um, when I was in a church in Toledo, Spain. I think I showed you this too many oh, times. Oh, with Lydia? Yeah, on the Spanish trip back in 2016, I think. But see, I still have a keychain. Oh, cool. And there's a reason I have that. They get they got me this, the, um, the teachers, to thank me for helping as a chaperone oh. or whatever. But when I was in Toledo, we were in this cathedral. And the cathedral was like... The biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was tremendous. It was huge, 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 huge. Like, like jaw-droppingly huge. And I remember walking around the backside, and I wasn't feeling good that day because in the morning for breakfast, they had like this weird, they called it bacon, but it was like floppy, half-cooked pieces of ham. Oh, and I was Canadian bacon? Yeah, but it was un not, not very cooked. It was gelatinous. Yeah. And I was hungry, so I ate a whole plate of it. So I felt horrible. Just, oh yeah, I was clammy, sweaty. And I remember walking in this church and I remember I was going back into this crowded room with a ton of tourists and I was going to throw up. I was ready to hurl. And I said, I remember praying to myself. Um, I can't remember the prayer, but something to the effect, please, not in front of the people. Yeah. Show me your light or something to that effect. Yeah. And so help me God, it just literally like, whoo. It like stripped away and I just felt like, I remember I was tearing up the whole rest of that time in the thing, or just like this trembly, nervous feeling and teary-eyed. Like I just felt this presence, this very weird presence and I carried, it carried with me the rest of the trip. It was phenomenal. Wow. And I always remember that for Toledo. Um, That's cool. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Do you find yourself praying and asking for guidance and help? The other day when I did the presentation for the senior class, um, after everyone ate, they said, when, when it's dessert time, you can go set it up. And they said, it's dessert time. And I went to go set it up. And I, I said the Our Father prayer and um, all the way there. And I swear, again, just setting it up, I felt this energy, this, this calmness, this, this confidence that allowed me to relax and enjoy it and be there in the moment. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. That's what we need to do more of. 
That's how I feel when we're working on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now on that, <clears throat> on the product level, so I was sitting there one morning reading mm-hmm. in the morning and something compelled me to get up, get the mixture and put it all together mm-hmm. for the deodorant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to call it deodorant or not, by the way, I don't know what to call it. But anyway, get, putting it together. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that I couldn't, I couldn't remember or find the ingredients, like how much I put in. And I just did. You I just, did I know exactly the numbers now, but mm-hmm. I put it all together and, um, well, you do if you let it go. Yeah. It's kind of like, right. you know, well, we don't. if we second guess ourselves all the time. There's the problem. Mm-hmm. I do it a lot in everything. Yeah. I, I would save so much time and time thinking if I just go with it. Mm. I always second guess myself. When I was talking to this intern today, talking to him about creativity and stuff, and I, I said, you know, I've probably done hundreds if not thousands of infographics and and what's weird is that I can look back at my work and I almost don't remember doing more than half of it it just kind of flows you know it just kind of happens and it's like you when you mm-hmm. deal with makeup or helping others it, it, you, yeah. you just do it you just, just you just flow with it I know I thought about all the brides I've done in the past I've done so many how many brides you think probably over 150 wow I was going to say a couple dozen. Yeah, no, a lot. I mean... And when you're making over brides and stuff, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's little to do with the money, although it's important. You just enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. It's rewarding. Yeah, definitely. In fact, doesn't the money part create a little bit of stress? Because Mm -hmm. how much do I charge and it's a special day for them? Mm -hmm. and, And that's where my soft side comes in. I'm like, oh, it's yeah, totally. But in the end, it always works out. It always had enough. That's that's like my downfall. My creative business would be that like clients will say, "Hey, if you don't mind sending me an invoice, I, I forget a lot." Yeah. You know, I just sort of like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I will," and you know. Yeah. Um. But if someone couldn't afford something, I would let it slide. Yeah. And then I would be compensated elsewhere mm. by another bride who gave me extra, so it all worked out. It's a little different, like. When I'm working with clients, here's the problem. When I'm working with a creative business, the keyword mm-hmm. is business, okay? Yeah. And I'm working with the corporate world, mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. They're taking my creative energy, mm-hmm. my resu- the results of creative energy, it's mm-hmm. team efforts, their stuff I put mm-hmm. together, and now they're going to capitalize on that. Yes. So there's value there that right. has, I, I feel, it's a business world transaction. Right. The trouble with that is that I still have a deep spiritual sense and I, I care for people yeah. and I don't like screwing people and I can be a, too nice of a guy sometimes mm-hmm. with that stuff. So yeah, that's, that's, but, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's got me to where I am mm-hmm. and I'm happy about that. Um, I'm sure it's the same thing. You get compensated in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, except please. Pretty please. Because I think... Uh, Contributing contribution is really important. You it know is. how you contribute. So, it, absolutely. when you told me that story of the old lady who had cancer came in to get a makeover or something, oh, yeah. and you helped her, and she mm-hmm. felt wonderful when I she loved, left. Yeah. That was huge. I that was a that was a big deal. Those are the moments that I love because I, I always love con- 
What? <laughs> I love contributing. I love. T- I was gonna say contributing. Contributing. <laughs> it's like what did I call it? Shamans? Shamans? <laughs> I like the shamanastics. <laughs> okay, so would you rather have in a year make a million dollars or in a year have have just done so many cool fun things mm-hmm. that you've been feel that you real feel mm-hmm. special about? Yeah. It's a no brainer. To me, yeah, I used to wonder about that. I did too, but, but I always thought money was my driver. Like, oh, if I had this, if I had this much money, I could do this and that. And when I thought about it, I'm like, wait a minute, I want to do these things for a different reason, not because of money. Well, yeah, for sure. And then... I mean, you that's, definitely need money to... Make well, of course. Of course you do. But like... Don and I discuss a lot where we don't we don't need to have a lot of stuff. Right. It's kind of like we're we're so lucky to have what we have. Right. Um, we have our kids. We have our health. We have there's so right. much to be happy and thankful for. And, yeah. and, and you know, like like we we've been looking for another car now for probably a couple years, but yeah, you know, we haven't done it yet because we don't have to do we it yet. It's like yeah, you know, right. van's old. It works. You yeah. know, kind of like eh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I have an antenna on the back of my TV, be- just because for me principally, I don't see paying one hundred and twenty dollars to a cable company to right. get all those cable channels. But that's just my view. I'm the same way. I don't need big fancy stuff. Hmm. Did you ever think you did though? Yeah. Mm. When I was younger, like Karina yesterday, she called me up or she texted me and said, "I'm." I'm depressed. Mm. And she said... Um, really? Yeah. And I said, Just like that. I said, why? What's going on? Is it... Um, are you getting your period? Or is it something deeper? <laughs> and she said... Um, she just went off on a tangent about how she doesn't ever get a break. And she has to share a bed with TJ. She's living with her father. It has no room. So I <clears throat> kind of pointed out some things... You get to share a bed with TJ. You get to cuddle with your son mm. every night. I go, that's not going to last. I mean, he's going to get older and not want to talk to you anymore. Or You mean the problem is actually a blessing? Yeah, it, I pointed out the blessings that she was missing hmm. and hoping she would see it. Did she, you know, though? And I said, there's a roof over your head where you could be on the street. You could be, you know, in a worse situation. I said, you get to have a relationship with your father. And she, no, she's not really. I mean, she kind of softened up a little bit. She. We talked about this, too, where you have to get it yourself. Mm-hmm. It has to come from mm-hmm. you. And you talking to her is your way of saying, grabbing her by the throat and shaking her, saying, mm-hmm. don't you get it? Mm-hmm. You want her to get it. You want her to feel joy in her heart. You want her to be happy. Yeah. You want her to but just be real blessed feeling. You know what I really got out of it? fact that my daughter was reaching out to me and ah, wanting to know. That's a very good so observation. I was, I was fulfilled. I was enlightened. I was like... She came to you? Uh-huh. She came like a... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she was seeking wisdom. Mm-hmm. She opened up to you. Yeah. That's that, very good. That made my day brighter because of that. That's good. Good for you. So it's those little things that I start... I'm treasuring yeah. Which yeah. I didn't before. Well, for what it's worth, 
I hope you're here for a very long time, but God forbid if, if you weren't, you've already had an impact on your kids and, and they'll, they'll always have that. And I think it'll make them a better person, you know? Yeah, and then and then it's important to you even now till whatever. I mean, right? You're never gonna stop being their mom. No, but don't you find enjoyment of little talks, Tristan? And Absolutely, absolutely. He just called me on the way down talking about college issues. He wants to change his his major. He wants to get away from business and stick oh, really? to psychology. Yeah. Really. He learned in the internship. He he, although he liked it, enjoyed it. Yeah. He learned. He doesn't. He's not so sure he wants to be in business really? anymore. No, he's just, he okay. wants to explore the psychology, the human mind and working with people, like having his own practice someday. I'm like, mm-hmm. I said to him, dude, you got to follow that. Mm-hmm. You, you feel that in your heart? That's that's exactly what you need exactly. to follow. Because yep. it, it may change, but it may not change. Right. So what, change or- what else can you do but follow that mm-hmm. in the in the now? Like, all we have is now. Mm-hmm. You and I can talk about the past all day long. We could predict the future all yeah. day long. But really, all we have is right now, mm-hmm. based on how we feel. Mm-hmm. So even such, even even like, let's just say uh, at one particular moment, and, and we all feel different things at all different times, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just say you just, you, you wake up and you're, you're feeling sad, depressed, okay? Mm-hmm. You still have that opportunity right now, kind of like what Rob was talking about, to... Focus on like like one day I remember I did this I shut my eyes and I'm like what would it be without sight and it was scary mm-hmm. I really felt that wow mm-hmm. it's scary to be happy with just the fact that you can see mm-hmm. or the fact that you can move your arms exactly you take for granted absolutely could you imagine right now you and I, I if know. we're quadriplegics like how you know how tar- how hard that would be I know and I think that's the toughest part. Um, being able to hold a water yeah. with my hand and drink yeah. clean, fresh water. Exactly. You know, eating a nice salad with my sister with avocado and yeah, <laughs> cucumbers. Exactly. You know, it, it's There's like a lot of people that don't even get that mm. enjoyment. They don't get that luxury, and that's a luxury to some other people. To us, yeah, right? Right. And, and I think that's what some of our American society throws at us that, that you need to feel high all the time. Yeah. And and what I'm starting to realize quickly is that no. Exactly. <laughs> you can be sad. You, you can be sad, can be sad for a while and that's okay too. Can you still function? Yeah. You know, like I said to Tristan the other day, he said he was feeling real dizzy and anxious and stuff like that. And I said, well, what'd you do? He says, the same thing I always do. I just chart up... Uh, Go on through it, you know. I just, I just yeah. deal with it. I yeah. just, just deal with it. I can see know? a different a difference from when in the past when I was sad, I would dwell on it. Dwell on it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. I yep. would act it out and yep. just really let it consume. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm. Well, I'm it all comes point. back to that now thing because. Like, yeah, the mind, we can overanalyze the hell out of it. I feel, let's say I feel sad. Why do I feel sad? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I be feeling sad? 
I've always felt sad. Mm -hmm. Boy, maybe I do have a problem. Maybe mm -hmm. it is biological. I saw that commercial about that depression, and mm -hmm. I, you know, ba 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 ba, you know, and the then mind. When you're studying and um, learning about law of attraction and all that, <coughs> you feel bad for feeling sad. You're like, I'm not supposed to feel sad. Right, I'm not supposed to feel sad. Exactly. I'm not supposed to feel sad. Bring sadness into your life. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's yeah, and it keeps it's this a vicious circle. Quality that you can't avoid. I remember my therapist used to say to me. We'd talk a lot, but he'd say, you know, is there something going on in your life that you legitimately might feel sorrow for? Yeah. So, for example, my mother having cancer was something to feel sorrow over. Mm -hmm. My Nana dying. My, my dumping her ashes with my bare hands in a pine mm -hmm. tree in mm -hmm. a west was emotional. Very my, emotional my, my, for you. My kids growing up and, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have the little babies in the house. 50 or... Yeah, the age. Mm -hmm. So many... However, if that's true, then the opposite can be true. Yeah. I got to go bring my Nana's ashes to Mount Rainier and, and like, oh my gosh, it was phenomenal. I got to carry her back home with dad and then I got to bring her ashes out west that I had the capability and the power to do that. Mm -hmm. or, or our kids, I get to enjoy their older life Absolutely. and help them. The fact that you can recognize that means you're in alignment with yourself. Look at that stone. It's true. No, no, it's. Yeah, I think it is true. I think it's I think it is true. Yeah, I think it is true. And it's totally different than it used to, it used to be. Okay, uh, let's go back 10, 20 years, whatever. Um, I'll feel happy, joy all the time. Mm -hmm. Never any sadness, mm -hmm. no depression, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Always happy. I'll have millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have all kinds of cars, boats, even a plane. Yeah. Um, it sounds goofy, like smoking cigars, drinking wine, right. traveling around the That's world. That's what my young mind perceives success to be. No, I, well, yeah, it when was. When I was young, I was, that's what I wanted. I'm going to be a supermodel and travel to France and marry some France dude. And, yeah, but, I, but here's the problem. I also struggled with... I'm a loser. I can't do that. I'm not worthy of that. I, I, I'm not like those yeah. other guys. I, I had no confidence. I had I, the you know, same struggle. People tell me all the time, like, you don't have confidence? What do you... I know. That doesn't sound right. I'm like, well, deep down, you don't know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, right? Like, yeah, you'll be Paulina someday yeah. or whatever. And, exactly. and, and you could be, mm -hmm. but you don't have the confidence to be deep, deep down. No, I didn't. But if, as soon as you let that go and let your inner calling kind of guide you, you feel probably feel, more I feel legit. most confident when I let that go. When I'm able to let all that go and just be who I am, I get just all this confidence comes over me. And there's a there's a saying in, in Zen, I think it's by this guy, Master Sang Son or something, from the Providence Zen Center. He used to study there. It's called the Don't Know Mind. And he used to always say in his, his meditations, don't know. Like, you don't know. Like, like you're chanting it? Sort of, yeah. But he, he's, there's a book I have at so home I read on home, this. You go, don't know. Don't know. Just have a don't know mind. No, you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> don't know. You don't have to talk like this. He's not a samurai. Oh, don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's like basically the don't know mind is that um, there's another thing. So there's this thing called the Tao Te Ching. Have you heard of this no. book? Okay. This guy Lao Tzu, okay, <laughs> it's this Chinese master, long, long time ago, wrote this book. And I'll have to show it to you. It's really cool. But they're verses. And Wayne Dyer 
translated it in American language, oh. and I have this CD. I could let you borrow it. It's, yeah. it's really cool. He, and, he, and he does the, a meditation on each one of the, I think it's 93 verses. Oh, cool. And he'll say what it is, and then you, you, you meditate on it. And, and there are sayings throughout it like, something like, um, he who talks does not know, something like that. Or it's really hard to explain. I can't even remember the damn words. But, but basically, when you, think you, when you think you get it, you don't get it. Right. When you don't think you get it, you get it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a it's like a paradox. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you're young and you think, oh, that's the secret of life, then yeah. you don't get it. Right. You don't get Whereas it. Whereas you kind of go with the flow. Mm-hmm. You, you, you do get it because you're just kind of right. living in the flow. You're just living, right? Yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. I thought I had the answers when I was younger. Well, yeah. Even in my adult life, sometimes I struggle with that. Yeah, me too. That, that's why I um, sometimes when I talk to the kids now, like Tristan and Lydia, to just listen to them. Yeah, I don't pretend to have all the answers anymore. Yeah. Like, what do you think about it? I you know? used to think mom and dad probably had the answers when I was younger. Yep. And I think a lot of people do. As I got older, you know, you know things. things better and, you know. The, be- the, the ultimate opinion is that of yourself, I think. Yeah. And but I but we have to believe that. Yeah, but that's that's sadly what matters most. Even if it means losing some connections, yeah, to even family and friends, mm-hmm. because you ultimately have to live with yourself mm-hmm. every day, every moment. And I used to think that if I if I live this way, they're not going to approve of it or. Some family members won't, yeah. you know, support me in that. But I've learned it's okay. I don't, I don't have to like some of the stuff they do and the way they live their life. Sure. And how they True. To live. It's, well, here, it's okay. Well, here's the beauty behind that. If you think about it, let's just say you decide. Um, let's say tomorrow I want to go move to Zimbabwe, uh, join some some group down there and help all the starving children down in Zimbabwe. Okay, to be a mission worker. Mm-hmm. What? What are you? Not? It does sound fun, actually. And, and like I said, someday I see us giving products, to, uh, donating products yeah, to a group of women and things like this. Mm-hmm. But anyway, more on that later. But but let's just say I decided to be a mission man, and that would mean like giving up everything. What I'm saying is that. Sometimes I believe that's okay. Yeah. In fact, it is okay. The fact that you want to do that. Right. Um, there are times, though, where you have to consider others' feelings, depending on who those people are. You know, like Donna, my wife, and Rob, your husband. There, there, there are people that you, you've committed to, and you have to, you honorably have to work that right. out with each other. That's yeah. that's different. That's that's different. That's different. Right. That's different. But, but like drink, like I'll give you a perfect example. Years ago, when I used to drink, probably more beer than I should have. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it was a problem. Mm-hmm. It started to become a, a habit for mm-hmm. me personally. I knew I had a problem with mm-hmm. it and I had to stop it. Mm-hmm. Which also meant that I had to stop hanging out with people that drank mm-hmm. excessively. Yeah. And it was hard at first. Mm-hmm. But after a while, like that's ancient history. I don't yeah. care. I don't miss it. I don't that's I don't miss it at all. One of the other things that Rob said when I first met him is <coughs> if you want to drink, if you choose to drink that's your choice, but I don't want to be a part of any of that. I removed myself from that years ago. 
years ago, and I don't want to be a part of that scene. Wow. And that was big for you then. Yeah. That was helpful. Yeah, because I was in a different, a very negative, toxic environment where right. drinking was, you know, it right. was encouraged. Right. The more you drank, the better it was. <laughs> It, handed bottles of wine every night. Really? Yeah. Handed? Yeah. Like here? He would, he would come in the door with bottles of wine. Yeah. See, some people live that way. Yeah. Um, and I was so numb to everything around me, I just wanted to drink more to numb myself because I was afraid to face what was actually going on, the reality of it. New, so, you know how many times I hear women talk about wine? Mm -hmm. Yesterday... Yeah. We went to the school to watch our kids marching with their with their graduation robes down oh. the hallway, and all the the parents that did show up. That's and all, cool. Yeah, you know. Okay, but was one of the women there said, um, "I was on Facebook the other night and posted to my son. I probably shouldn't have had so much wine because I was so emotional." I hear this a lot. Yeah. Women, a lot my, of, wine, my wine, yeah, my wine, yeah, my wine, my yeah. wine, or a glass of wine, a glass yeah. of wine, a glass of wine, a glass of wine. What? Tell me about that because I'm not a woman and glasses well, of wine. It's, I don't know. It's a connected piece that you're you're able to cut loose, and it's it's an okay. It gives you like a your it's a validation that you're it's okay to cut loose and kind of have the wine, relax, yeah. chill. Yeah, because when you drink wine, you get really relaxed, goofy. <laughs> yes, and, yes. You know. Yeah. Okay. So I think because they're so. For me, I was just always taking care of the kids and always put taking care of everybody else. And just when I grabbed that glass of wine, it was it was like an okay. It's an excuse. So is what it is, it's a crutch. It's you use it as a crutch, but you don't. People don't see it as a crutch because they're mm. accepting it as oh, it's wine. And, so maybe it depends on your relationship to it. Because yeah. I mentioned some women... I had a bad relationship with <coughs> I remember you telling me once, I think you asked me once, that you were taking, you were having two, maybe three glasses of wine a day. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's a lot? Mm -hmm. Do you remember talking mm -hmm. about that, sort of? Remember when we were in Vermont? Yeah. And I drank all that wine at night? Yeah, 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 around. yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. I used to drink <laughs> beers and... Just like our yeah. uncles. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. So it depends on your relationship mm -hmm. to it. I, I mean, had a bad relationship with it. Yeah. I don't want to have that relationship with Because it was masking... It was a crutch for me because it was it was masking what was actually going on. Yeah, yeah. The toxicity yeah. that... Yeah, and it's hard yeah. to face that. Yeah, I didn't want to face it. It's like... Uh, you, you know how they say face your demons? Mm -hmm. um, to stand up right up against the demon... Yeah. With your sword and, and look right up at it. Yeah. That takes some serious guts. I mean, I was taking sleeping pills. I was drinking wine. Sleeping pills? And anxiety pills. You couldn't sleep? No. Wow. Anxiety pills, sleeping pills, drinking. Yeah, yeah. It's like classic. Yeah. So many people yeah. struggle with that. Yeah. Now imagine if more of the world didn't mm -hmm. and they were just themselves. Like, really themselves. Yeah. It could be, it could be, let's say, uh, Charlie, Charlie Two Toes next door. I, I couldn't come up with a better name than that. But let's just say he, he wants to start growing violets mm -hmm. in his garden. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know why I came up with that either. But, but let's just say he wanted to. Yeah. 
Good for him. Good for Charlie. You yeah. should do that, dude. You should you should, you should grow your violets and, and make and dance around in them naked for like yeah. whatever yeah. makes you happy. You know, do yeah. what do what makes yeah. you happy, not not what makes the multi-billion-dollar pharmaceutical industry happy, right. or make you feel like you can't have a good cry every once yeah. in a while, things like that. And I don't look down at women that drink wine. No, I don't either. No, no, no. I don't that, judge them. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about the ones that that I see. It's sort of like you see that they're having something going on, and you yeah. wish they didn't have to have. That's that. like their little escape vacation for me. Sure, being I've been a mom, there. and especially if you have younger ones or even teenagers that stress you out, and you know it's an escape, and that's what I I overdid my escape. I, I hear my you. relationship with wine was not. Yeah, same here with beer, and and I mean I've told you this before. I'm like an I'm an addict mm-hmm. that that not addicted to anything right. and I feel like I an there's always something I want yeah. um, but I've learned to recognize that mm-hmm. and, and sort of see it as like there's a, like a biological pull in that direction but but I choose otherwise I try and, to use and it's my fine. addictive personality to my advantage for better things right exactly like 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 not don't don't draw me to the to the things that'll bring me down, right. draw me universe to the things that will right. my, pr- higher self. my higher self. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. Your higher self. Yeah. It's a calling for your higher self. Absolutely. It's, it's, right. it's important too. Definitely. Yeah. It's a calling to your higher self. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, kids today, I feel so bad about kids today I because sure. they, they have not only, um, medical stuff you know with pot and vaping and drugs and cocaine heroin you name it whatever it is but they also have um social media stuff they've got the cell phones constantly on them they need instant gratification Mm -hmm. if you don't text me back right away you know you don't must not like me you know that that's that's sort of concerning with the whole social media and the texting and the phones and (coughs) you know they're that's all they know I don't yeah. see kids playing outside anymore. No. no, no, not as much. In fact, hardly at all. No, hardly at all. Yeah, it's really, it's really concerning. Um, but, but that's good. That's good. The higher self. <laughs> it's like you, you sense when the talk has come to its end. 